Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Ambitious Mom Podcast. I am so freaking excited to talk to you about one of the things that I get asked about a ton. And that is, Katie, how in the monkeys do I manage my to-do list? How do I keep all the things that are coming into my world managed, prioritized, and get stuff done without constantly working, without feeling like I'm always behind, without actually doing all the things? Because, you know, the reality is like, we all have so many things on our to-do list. Like if I took you into what my actual to-do list looks like right now, you would be floored. But what I'm not allowing to happen is for me to be stressed around the things that have to happen or the things that need to be done. Because whenever we shift out of an energy of receiving and shift into a forceful doing, I have to do all the things. If I don't do the things, then I'm not going to receive the whatever. If I'm not responding to every single DM, the moment it comes into my inbox, then I'm not going to sign clients. Then no one's going to ever hire me again and my business is over. If I'm not constantly on Instagram stories or spending time in the DMs or posting every single day, then I'm not whatever. And so that is like the first thing before I get into any tactical elements of what this whole brain dump process actually looks like. I want you to know one thing, and that is there is no emergency. There really, when it comes to your to-do list, there is really not an emergency. And if there is like a website goes down or a sales page isn't working and you just announced your sales promo, yeah, Okay, maybe shift your focus for a hot second. But what happens to so many of us is that we allow our agenda, the things that we want to do, the goals that we have to accomplish, the ideas we want to execute on, we allow our agenda to be pushed to the back burner because we allow everyone else's agenda to come into our world and shift our focus. And so the first step of this brain dump process is going to make you insanely aware of what's actually happening. You're going to realize in this part of the process, in just a second when I explain it, you're going to realize how often you are thrown off course by somebody else's agenda, by somebody else's desire. And just to give you examples, you get at any moment of any day emails that say, hey, Katie, have you heard about my thing? Let me tell you about my thing. You're, you're bombarded with Instagram ads telling you to buy their solution. Or you're getting on sales calls with people that are like, dude, your business isn't going to survive unless you have my solution. You have all of these people pushing their agenda on you. And by the way, this is not a knock at that because we need those things. There are people that come into my world that give me incredible information. But if I don't first get really good at running it through my own filters and saying, okay, let me check and see, does this actually mesh with my agenda? Does this actually mesh with my values? Does this actually mesh with who I want to become? And if I just start taking on all of these different things, to-dos, elements, ideas, values, then I'm going to be constantly thrown back and forth and never truly actually on my path and getting to where I want to go. So that is your first thing 
in the brain dump process is we want to capture all of these to-dos that come into your world, all of these ideas, all of these thoughts, all of these questions, all of these things that come in your world. It can come in your world from like a friend who texts you that they need your help with something. It can come in your world from you scrolling Instagram stories and somebody you follow and love posts their favorite books and you're like, ooh, that looks like a good one. Cool. Add it to your brain dump. You're going to capture all of these things in one place so that you have a chance at one specific location in time to go through and cull them. That's step two of the brain dump process. So capture, cull, and then third step is we're going to create. This is my brain dump process. This is the process that I coach clients on. I have trained colleges on this. This is a powerful process if you can actually take it and implement it. And I'm going to give this to you here on this podcast episode in 15 minutes or less. So the first thing is we're going to capture all of the incoming to-dos, all of the incoming stimulus, stimuli, whatever, all of these incoming things, people wanting your attention. You're going to say, okay, I see you. I see the thing you need from me. I see the idea you have for me. I see the thing you're pushing on me. And I'm going to take that because it's valuable. I value you, but I'm going to put it in my little brain dump and I'll handle it at a certain time. I will batch it at a certain time. I will go through and decide, is this for me or is this not for me? So for me, what that looks like is having a notes app on my phone. I have an iPhone, so the notes app comes preloaded. And I just have a note, simple note, titled Brain Dump. I don't get fancy with this, although I will tell you I add an emoji before Brain Dump because it's cute. A little brain emoji. It's fun. It keeps it fun and interesting in my inbox or in my notes app. But I don't get super fancy, meaning there's not a different Brain Dump list for each week. It's one Brain Dump. And once I get to the further parts of this process, you'll realize that there's no reason to keep a running list of all of your things because you're going to actually assimilate it into a different place at the end. And I'll get to that part in just a second. This is going to be a fire hose episode. I hope you're taking notes because this process, if you can start to implement elements of it and make it work for you, it's going to be powerful. So there are a couple of different ways that you can capture your information. The notes app on the iPhone. Uh, Another season of time I have texted myself things. Like I literally have a text stream with myself and I just text myself things because it was just what I did. I've also used Evernote notes app. I've also used, it was called Wonderlist integration with Asana and it would put it into one board in Asana for me. I no longer do that. So really I just keep it super simple. There's zero reason to be super fancy with this. Get a notes app, set up a brain dump list. The whole key here is we want this to be something that you have accessible anywhere and all the time. And for the most of us, we have our phones with us at all times. Let's be real. You're in the shower, you're in the bathroom, the phone is probably pretty darn close to you. If you're in the office, the phone's pretty close to you. If you're in the kitchen, I can guarantee you know where your phone is. You can see it. Because these ideas, these things, when you start to really get clear on your boundary and that you are not going to be thrown off course during the week off of the plan that you've already created by some idea. Because the idea is on Sundays, we're going to create your week. And if you have an incredible idea on Monday or somebody comes to you on Tuesday with this solution or this idea or this app or this tool or whatever, you're not going to be thrown off course and all of a sudden researching and learning all the ins and outs of that. No, you're going to do what you already created and plan to do on Tuesday. 
But that thing is going to be on your brain dump for the next time that you create your next week. And at that point, you'll be able to actually decide, is this something that's relevant and valuable to me? And when is it worth me spending time on and doing? So capture, that is the first step. You need to capture all of your information, um, all of the things that come into your world, all of the ideas you personally have or other people have for you. And the key here is, if you're listening to this right now and you want to start this process, the key for you is to start it right now, right now. So that means open your phone, if you're not driving, open your phone and create that notes app right now from everything in this moment Until the date you're going to set in step three to actually create your week, you're going to capture. So for me, I go through my, what I call the culling process, C-U-L-L. It's a photography term that I am borrowing from my photographer friends where in photography, when a photographer takes like a ton of photos at a photo shoot of you, they have to cull through their photo album or their photos to find the ones that are worth editing. They're not going to edit all of the shots that they take because all of them aren't worth it. Also, there's probably a ton. So they cull through and a lot of similar shots. They find what is actually valuable, what actually captures the client in the best way possible, and what actually um, will create a great product for them as a photographer. So that's the whole culling process. So there's going to be one day a week where you go through your list that you've captured and you cull meaning you go through that list and you cross off things that are like not relevant, things that you can delegate, things that you know need to go on the back burner, whatever it is, right? You're going to go through this list and decide what needs to stay and what needs to go. And for me, this is done on Sundays. So two things I want you to do today, right this freaking moment, is decide when your date is going to be. Are you a Saturday girl? Are you a Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening? When do you like to prep for your week? Maybe some of you like to do it on Fridays. When you're done with your workday, you can actually set up your week for the next week. Whatever it is, get that in your calendar, non-negotiable, set on recurring. Okay, so if you're in Google Calendar, create an appointment, like actually create an appointment for yourself and make it recurring. Don't miss this. You are the most important person to have an appointment with, okay? So create your notes list, create that time on your calendar. So when that actually comes around, When you have that appointment with yourself, I want you to make this fun. I want you to look forward to this. If that means you tell your husband, hey, I'm going to Starbucks. Do you mind watching the kids while I go to Starbucks and have like a moment and like plan for the week, right? You take an hour, you get a coffee. It's really great. It's really fun. You love it. You're away from the kids. It's exciting for you. Whatever that is, create this as a time that you look forward to. Maybe if you're at home, you light a candle you dim some lighting, you pour some wine, you make it a whole, whatever, like whatever it takes for you to create a vibe around this. I want you to do that. And I want it to be consistent. And during that time, one of the first things you're going to do is go through your list that you've captured from the previous week. And you're going to liberally delete anything that takes you off course. You have to do this so fast. It has to be fast. You have to go through it fast. If you ever watched a photographer cull through photos, it's not a slow process. It is fast because they have thousands to go through. Thousands. 
they are just clicking there, clicking there, clicking there, looking at duplicates there, scrolling back and questioning and relooking, but it's fast. It's a fast process because we want to get the gut reaction. We want to get your quick mm-mm or mm-hmm to it. And you'll, you'll know the thing that you're going to come up against is you're going to feel like you're missing out if you don't pursue all the things. And let me just set you free. You're actually going to miss out by pursuing all the things. You're not meant to pursue all the things. You're meant to pursue your things. And if you truly, truly trust yourself and you give yourself space and permission to truly look at the things, the ideas you have, others have, the world has for you, you will know what your path is. Because as ambitious moms, we don't have a ton of time. None of us have unlimited time for being real in a week, right? Time, that's a whole nother conversation. I actually have very interesting views on time and what that actually means, but let's not get into that today. (laughs) But the point is, is that you're not meant to actually pursue everything. You're meant to pursue what's meant for you, but you have to give yourself space and permission to do that unapologetically. That's going to mean you probably will cross off at least half of your list. That's a good thing. It's a really good thing. Okay, so that's that's the first thing is you need to cull through your list and decide what needs to go. Delete those things unapologetically. Next up is we need to identify what you can outsource, delegate, or put on somebody else. And then we need to start categorizing. I used to, I laugh because I can like literally see this journal in my head, but I used to like actually, when I was getting in this habit, I used to physically write down everything from my list. I would rewrite it in a notebook because there was something for me about writing it down that gave me clear knowing on whether or not it was something I needed to do or delete. If you're having a hard time actually looking at your digital list and deleting things, maybe go and handwrite it because that's going to help you know even further, most likely for you depending on the way that you process decisions. But I used to physically write it in a notebook and then I would go through and color code and I would categorize things based on what it was. So for me, those categories looked like admin, administrative tasks, because my whole goal with this categorizing is I want to batch if there's an administrative task, if I'm going to have to be on the phone with like the phone company I kind of want to batch that with me needing to schedule a doctor's appointment. Like that just kind of makes sense for me to keep all of those type of administrative tasks in one category or time block, right? Or to be able to ask for support from husband or a VA or something to be able to hand those over, whatever that looks like for you. So I have an administrative task category. I have household. So this is like, oh yeah, I realized while I was showering this week that the front flower bed looks really terrible. We have a weed that literally looks like a stalk of corn. That's actually like a true story. It really looks like we're growing corn in our front yard. It's really not cute. And so I was like, hmm, I should probably look into what it would look like to go to a nursery and buy all new plants, right? And so that goes on the list and that goes in the household category. Then I also have a category that is ideas, content, podcast topics, like headlines, any kind of content, headlines, stories that I think about that I want to tell, those things get color-coded in a specific color. For me, it was pink. (laughs) Then I have books that I want to read. So for me, I like to keep track of this in 
Goodreads. That's an app that I like to keep track of the books that I want to read. Honestly, as of lately, like, so this whole process, you can tell for me is very fluid. What's not fluid is that I'm capturing this, the things that come into my world. And I have a specific time when I actually go through them and plan for what I desire. Those are non-negotiable. The way you track them, the way that you actually use the information you capture, like that is something that you can decide for you. And by the way, full permission to change it because I do all the time. But for me lately, what books look like is I just add them to my Amazon card. And I frequently will scroll through. Sometimes books call out at me intuitively and I say yes, or I buy them right away or like whatever that looks like. Or sometimes I accidentally leave them in my cart and then James, my husband, goes into Amazon and buys something else and ends up buying the book that I wasn't really wanting to buy. And he buys it anyway. And then I get it and I'm like, oh, sweet. I actually need this right now. So like everything's working out for you. We don't need to control this whole process, right? But we do need to have a way we capture the information and cull that information and create our ideal life. We all need to stop being thrown to the wind back and forth by the agendas of everybody else. Stop it. Like there's like no reason why you should be scrolling Instagram or Facebook and someone's comment on their video or their posts or their stories throws you completely off from the plan that you've already created, right? I want you to get good at knowing where you're headed, get good at knowing what you stand for so that you can actually truly curate the life that's meant for you, not a cookie cutter life from some blogger on the internet or from some coach. This is about you. So another category that's really important for me <laughs> um, that I've come to absolutely love, it's the red category. And that is because red is my husband's favorite color. And this is the th- category of the things that I am outsourcing to my husband. <laughs> Sounds silly, right? But it's true. For a lot of us ambitious moms, we are holding so many things. We are doing so many things. And the reality is, is that our husbands are probably more than willing. They're ready and they're able, if you stop trying to control it, women, (laughs) speaking to the choir here, if you stop like needing to reload the dishwasher your way and just be fine with the way they get cleaned when he loads it, it's, it's literally fine. But yeah, they are more than ready and willing and able to help us. I can remember being in the hospital when I was pregnant with Juliana our second daughter. I was in the hospital for four weeks prior to giving birth to her because of high blood pressure and all of those things. And my doctor was like, yeah, I can put you on bed rest at home, but I know you're not actually going to do bed rest. She was right. Very smart lady. (laughs) So I was in the hospital for four weeks before Jules was born and James was home with with Lizzie and he was still working. So we had like, anyway, tons of support. But my point is, is that I can remember being in the hospital ordering groceries for James to pick up for Lizzie and him. And my doctor walked in and she's like, what the heck are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just ordering groceries. She's like, no, you're supposed to like be resting. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to like keep working and doing things. So I'm like, no, it's not really going to happen. (laughs) But she was like, they'll be fine. They can order groceries. And it was like, it's funny. I think back on it and I realized just how much I didn't surrender control, even though there were people around me that were capable and willing and able to help. So I want to encourage you, like, look at that list and see like, okay, what, what can I ask 
somebody else to do. What can you ask? So for me, that I do end up putting his task in Asana. We have a family board in Asana. I'm going to tell you real. He doesn't look at Asana. He doesn't even have an account for Asana. It is assigned to me, and I just make him a post-it note. (laughs) That's how it works in our house. That's how it works today. Again, full permission to make it work for you and to switch it whenever you need to. But that's what it looks like. The last two colors that I do is a green for priority. So these are the top three things. If you did nothing else this week, what are the top three things that have to happen for your business? Top three things if you did nothing else. And they're most likely driven and and focused on driving income, revenue, sales. Yellow is top three things that have to happen in your household. So if a kid needs a permission slip signed or a, a field trip payment made, that needs to go probably on the yellow, right? So whatever those things are that have to happen that week. So as you're doing this from here, I personally take these into Asana. They go in our family board. They go in a, any kind of a board that matches for business in like the category that it's in, whether it's marketing or podcast or operations or uh, Katie Fleming HQ stuff, whatever that looks like. Or if it's family, it goes in the Fleming family HQ board, right? Under different family members and stuff like that. So the point is, it's from your beautiful list that you've now color-coded and you've now figured out, you have to go put it somewhere to actually make an actual plan. Figure out when you're going to do those administrative things. For me, Fridays is the day that I like to do admin type things in business and in life. Lately, I've gotten to the point where if it's family administrative, it goes to my husband. Unless it's like doctor stuff, like scheduling pediatric appointments and like stuff like that, I don't outsource that yet. (laughs) Hashtag control freak. But here I could go on and on and on. And I told you this episode would be 15 minutes or less and here we are over 20. So as I wrap this up, I want to just encourage you today to do two things. To create your list in your notes app in Evernote somewhere digitally that you can access immediately when an idea comes to your head. Second thing I want you to do is whip out your Google Calendar, whatever digital calendar you use, and schedule a recurring meeting with yourself on a specific day of the week, whether that's Sunday evening, whether that's Friday afternoon after workday ends, I don't care. But a time when you can go through that list of all of the things that have come into your world and you can delete and you can assimilate and you can plan and create your next week. Because it's about darn time you stop being thrown back and forth by the wind of somebody else's agenda. It's time that you actually intentionally create what you desire in your life and in your business. I've been doing this brain dump process for, oh my gosh, at least over a year, maybe even two at this point. And it looks a lot less rigid than it did early on. And it's changed a lot and it's fluid a lot. But those three steps are still the same. Capture call, create. So what are you going to create? How are you going to take all the amazing things that come into your world and create an amazing life? It's time. It is time. And I'm so excited that you and I got to hang out today on the podcast. I would love to invite you, as always, to screenshot your show 
post it on your Instagram stories. Tag me at Katie Fleming. I love getting to reshare you on my profile, shout you out, hear the ahas that you had from the episode, and just really get to know you guys even further in um, the DMs on Instagram through your content, all of that good stuff. So let's hang out over there. And I cannot wait to catch you on the next episode. I know you got massive value from today's episode. Before you go, hit subscribe so that you don't miss any other future episodes and we can stay connected here in your earbuds, coaching and transforming your life and your business. Hey, and while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what you love about the show. And I cannot wait to hear your story and your ahas. We'll catch you on the next episode.